Hi, this is Michelle Madison. My co-host John and I have been doing podcasts since 2005, and some of that content, like Warcraft Outsiders, was premium on our app for our main show, Video Game Outsiders. But we've recently decided to share some of that content with you, and although it comes out like a week later, we still think it might be interesting, so we hope you enjoy the show. Fellow men are shocked! Vengeance burns! Hi everybody, welcome to Warcraft Outsiders. It's going to be a big week. The PTR went up with the pre-patch. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some big news. We're going to go over what we've been doing in-game. We're also going to talk about our favorite dungeons. So I'm doing the first week. I picked one. We went through it together. I'm going to talk about why I love it. And then next week, John is going to pick one. And we're going to go in it and talk about that. So it's going to be like a two-part theme thing. So let's jump right in. John, what did you do in the game this past week? Um, well, I'm still doing that epic legendary cloak, uh, quest line <laughs> for like a month. <laughs> it, it's, it's actually kind of long and involved to be honest, but, um, I'm unlocking a lot of stuff I never had, you know, yeah. uh, like some of the Azerite, uh, abilities and, mm-hmm. uh, going essences, to mother right? and using the heart forge and all that shit. Yeah. Um, so I guess I wish I would have done that like a year ago. Right. <laughs> 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 I don't know. So many of these systems are why I dislike Battle for Azeroth. I don't yeah. like these external <laughs> systems, and I n- didn't ever really get into it because they weren't always there. Like, we had the Heart of Azeroth, but we didn't have Essences. We didn't have Corruptions. We didn't have all these other little things going on. And so, yes. to me, I'd say you're not missing much, but whatever. I do. I just like it because it, it's it's keeping me busy and giving me mm-hmm. direction. The other thing I, I did is I did go to the PTR, uh, and that was interesting, Michelle. Yes, basically everything level 50 or under all of the changes. So it's kind of Shadowlands without Shadowlands. You have all the cosmetic changes. You have the Scourge event. You have Exiles Reach, the new leveling zone. What did you think of it? Yeah, so right away uh, I get the new character creation screen with the sliders and all that stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. I really felt like I was in the beta, you know, it, 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 as far as, you know, the yeah. starting zone and all that. So it, it was actually more than I thought it was going to be because I thought this pre-patch was going to be just like some story things that are kind of floating around in the world. I didn't know that they were going to actually introduce the new starting zone and all that. And um, yeah, so I did the new character creation thing and I, I kind of like the presentation. Um, I do like the new character models quite a bit, honestly. Uh, mm-hmm. They're just bumped up in detail and smoothness and resolution enough to make it seem kind of new but not um i like the the cool animations when you're creating uh the character the one thing i picked up on in the character creation thing or actually in the in the um in the launcher more or less when you're selecting what character to launch with is this new uh race button that's next to your character where you can change the race on the fly and that has me a little concerned i don't know if that's going to stay in the game um, no, that's just. For are you the PTR. sure? Yes, of course. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was. Well, hear, follow me. Hear me on this, because I was wondering, like, or, or worried that because there's a generic starting zone now, do the races really don't matter anymore? Right? Because no, everyone's gonna have the same been beginning the racials, experience anyway. It's more about okay, the racials well, look. Because there was like this really quick change race change. Yeah, button, that's just you know, for the PTR the for testing and stuff. I hope so, because. Um, <laughs> Uh, so anyway, I, I go into the world. I, I experience the new starting zone. I played to like about round level five. Um, I I thought the and I was a little worried to go further than that. To be honest, why you're not leveling a new tune in Shadowlands well, really? Because just... I'm going to do that again. No, I think I would do that. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't. I was like, 
I was kind of bummed because I was kind of experiencing the game. But I guess when this becomes official, I guess. Well, I it's mean, out, it's right? probably going to be out in a couple weeks live. Yeah. I mean, looking at so the BFA pre patch was released yeah. on PTR on June fifteenth, and the expansion itself released on August fifteenth. Legion pre patch PTR was released June sixteenth. Expansion released August thirtieth. So based on the Shadowlands PTR pre patch, people are saying that the Shadowlands release could be anywhere from October thirteenth to November third. So I feel like we're going to see the pre patch come out in September, and we're going to see yeah. um, Shadowlands launch. In October, and I have a prediction that it's going to be October 20th because it is a Tuesday, and that is when Christy Golden's new book, World of Warcraft Exploring Azeroth, the Eastern Kingdoms, comes out. I know we mm-hmm. both have that pre ordered. They released a couple of pages. I want to talk about that in a bit. It looks fun. But yeah. I think we're going to see Shadowlands in October, not November. I think they want to avoid the new consoles and Cyberpunk and all that. Yeah, potentially. But I, I, th- I feel like what I experienced mm-hmm. was kind of. I, I I I don't know if it was because I was in the very beginning and I'm in this new starting zone. It was very handholdy with the with the tutorials yeah. I've never seen before, like you know, showing WASD on the screen, saying mm-hmm. to put your hand here, put your other hand on the mouse. Like there was some things there that were a little kind of like, eh, what's going on here? I don't remember seeing this kind of stuff before. Um, but I felt like the engine itself. W- just was bumped up and i'm wondering how this is going to translate to the other areas like the older areas like are are they going to feel like this because everything felt more alive no and usually they everything that's new will look better and then you go back to old areas and yeah it's like, but wow, is these the look engine really itself though improved because it felt like it like everything well, the water looking little things the but water looked better yeah like, just the new content that they kind of make look better that's why if you go back to an old zone you're like wow westfall looked like shit you know or something like that well that's what i'm wondering so i mean there was like eagles on rocks and stuff um that's not that odd <laughs> <laughs> seen bird that's your big takeaway i did the new leveling experience and there were eagles on rocks and well, then it's we were just, talking about the water a lot you're like the water the looks water so looked good. better like mm-hmm. in the beginning you're on this boat and 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 like just like the way the boat was moving in the water and the and the uh and the waves coming up over the deck like everything seemed just better so just like, to be just, clear because i know we have a lot of listeners yeah. that don't really play the game that yeah. much or are thinking about playing it this is exiles reach the new starting zone they're launching with shadowlands and right. it's basically like one to 15 i think and you can do a little mini dungeon you kill a boss and they're teaching all about your class it's a revamp leveling system until 15 or 10 i forget which one it is and um I don't know. A lot of people love it. I don't like it because I like race starting zones. I like to feel like I'm my race. Well, I think that's it's cool. why I'm asking about you the do quick have the race option. change. Is the it meaningless? F- no, it has nothing to do with it. That's just for testing. If it was done, it How would do be done know? in the barbershop. John, because I've been doing PTRs and playing this game for a long time, and they don't okay. have things like changes like that on the main screen unless you have a character bump or something like that or you paid for it. There's no free race changes, and it would be done in game just like the barbershop with a sex change. So, no, that is something for the but PTR. But there's a free sex change. I, I- John, there is no free race change, and there is no free race change on the main screen. Just but the button was there. I'm just calling it's it out. You're, you're on the. Do you understand what a public test realm is, John? It's to I test things. I get it. And people it's try to asking. And I, but I already told you seven times, and you're like, no. How do you know? It's like no. How do you know? The button's there. I saw okay. the button. Yeah, I think you're very obstinate and you're wrong. So, yeah, this is the new leveling zone. Like I said, you're going to have the option to do the old ones if you're not a new player. Uh, So you can still go back and do the Blood Elf starting zone, the human starting zone, and all of my favorite sort of places. But this is going to be a hand-holdy new player introduction, and you seem to like it. 
Well, I didn't say I liked what I was playing. I said oh, I liked okay. the improved aesthetics. You seemed to like it when I was talking to you last night. <laughs> well, it like, was wow, very this is great. I love this. The yeah, I I was kind of blown away by the aesthetics of it all. The quests okay. themselves were very vanilla and mm-hmm. samey, same, same. Um, I wasn't doing anything unique. It was this, it was all the goblin fuckery again with the you know yeah, vehicle, uh, gadgets and vehicles the sky and, and shit. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, they're still doing a lot of the old timey stuff, uh, but I thought the game itself looked and just kind of felt like something new, and that was getting me excited to mm-hmm. get this fucking new Shadowland uh, expansion, like quite a bit, honestly. Like I was, okay. I was, I was ready for it. I'm not um, going to go do the Scourge invasion because I'm excited for that because I lived through the Wrath of Lich King one and I want to see that again. I know some stuff about it. Like you can get infected and infect other players. And so basically it's going to be rolled out in a couple of different weeks. And so it looks like today we're getting week two of the event. Um, week one was already yesterday. So they're rolling through this really, really fast. So there's going to be a couple of stages of pre-patch with this sort of Scourge invasion event. And they're going to be testing this like every day and ramping it up and figuring it out. So I, like I said, I think we could be maybe like a month away from getting this on live, which is exciting to me because there's like nothing for me to do in the game right now. And once this comes out, there's going to be tons to do. There's going to be new characters to maybe level to see that new chromie leveling experience. There's going to be this pre-patch event. There's going to be a boss that you kill and get loot from. There's going to be all sorts of fun things that we can do uh, once this pre-patch goes live. And I think we're very, very close. Yeah, it feels that way. Yes. So I don't know. Uh, I think I'm going to stop playing it though. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to ruin it. I actually want to make a new character and just go through the whole thing live. Because no, right now, all the good. all the cutscenes are missing. You know, there's mm-hmm. a big X through it when you're playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I was kind of excited about just everything in general after playing that. Like it's just I, I could tell that they are definitely trying to make it more casual friendly without a doubt. And obviously, that's going to go away the deeper in the game you get. Uh, but that very beginning starting experience, I, I could totally see. Yeah. what they're trying to do. Uh, well, their attachment to- rate for people, like people quit usually very, very early on. Um, so I think they're trying to market to the new type of MMO player, which needs that or maybe wants that. And then right. it doesn't really much matter because they're not even getting to max level. So things can change then, but they're losing people very early on. You know, people say, well, I tried. Wow. It wasn't for me, but I didn't have that experience. You know, back when I played in BC, my first character that I leveled, I was instantly addicted and instantly loved it. Leveling in the Elwyn Forest, killing wolves and right. boars. Like, I didn't have that, but I think How maybe was it that were, you're able to figure this shit out back then and people can't now? Like, I don't really get that. Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe dumber people are playing MMOs, John. Is right. that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I honestly don't <laughs> the, know. I, I did notice, though, I thought that there was uh, uh, more voice acting going on. Again, mm-hmm. this is just this new content. And just how they were handling, how they were trying to train me in combat. Was yeah. like okay, you have these abilities, and they were yeah. calling them out. You know, press this to do that now. Yeah, I don't do like this one any of first. that. I know it's needed, yeah. but for me, yeah. that doesn't seem fun. I don't like handling. It was very like specific. That. It was yes. like you want to do this one first, and then you yeah. can see that that you know this is a dot. Yeah. Now do the next one. Right. And it was literally saying those words to me, which I've yeah. never seen before. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's going to be very helpful, I think, for new players. So a lot of people love this. Everybody's very positive about this, it seems. But me, I just I don't know. I think it's probably good 
but I won't really be doing it more than once to maybe unlock some of the transmog and stuff that they have. But I'm not going to be playing through this when I level multiple new characters. I'm going to choose to go to their old starting zones that I just happen to like. But I think it's a good thing now, overall. If I did an alliance character, was is that going to be same a totally thing. different experience? No. Is it exactly the same? Because the, the story thing. was totally horde-centric. Yeah, I mean, it's basically the same thing, though, with like a little couple of different characters and stuff. But they're going the exact same way. And I feel like you have That's ruined dumb. a lot of what makes... That's yeah, totally Warcraft dumb. fun for me. The Horde and Alliance and different races and the same area. It could have at least been a different. But because there's one starting zone, the argument is they get to make it better. But did they really make it that much better? I don't think so. To me, it all no, seems I, very I, low I effort. What, I think what happened here is that they said we need to get the, the new players. We need to grab hold of them right away. Mm-hmm. And, and we have too many starting zones, so we can't redo all of those. Yes. So let's just make a generic one that everyone starts at that we can right. refine over time. So they're going to just focus on this one new starting area forever mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and tweak it and perfect it so yep. that they grab the new players. That's what they're doing. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I just don't feel like they pushed it hard enough, you know? It could have yeah. been some epic, like, really well-told story where you felt like you were being taken through this narration stuff. I feel like they're just not there. I don't know why. Maybe it's the old engine. All right. So anything else you did that you want to talk about? Uh, I th- think that's about it. Okay. So I basically, along with this pre-patch, they are removing the reputation that you need to be able to unlock all of the allied races. And the one I don't have is Kaltiran because I leveled, my main is a horde. I have an alt alliance and I never did the war campaign. So I was trying to work through the war campaign, which is somewhat of like the main storyline that I never did on alliance. And if I can get through that, then I should be able to just unlock Kaltiran once I do their little quest. I don't know why I don't want to play as a Kaltiran, but I just have been trying to unlock all of the allied races. Mm-hmm. The allied races are actually, they start at level 20 now and I'm pretty sure they start at level like 10 I don't know 10 or 15 or something yeah they're just bumping them down a little bit so it's kind of a good way if you're testing a class to kind of get in there and check it out but it's really it doesn't take long to level anymore I've been seeing a lot of people saying that it's too fast there's been some complaints saying that even getting from 50 to 60 feels too fast just getting from 1 to 50 feels too fast but I think Blizzard is really committed to that they want that to happen like they want people to, to level really fast because once again they're feeling like they don't keep the new player that's trying to catch up with their friends you know Right. Which I also and they want people really to like. feel like they're accomplishing something so they stick around. Yeah. It's I love the, the fact that it used to take a day to level. I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm crazy and I'm a dying breed. I think that's probably the case. All right. So before we get into sort of the news and other exciting stuff, let's talk about the dungeon thing. And it was my week and I thought hard about this because I have loved many dungeons through my years of playing WoW, but a lot of the ones I used to like have changed a bit. Like I used to really love the old Scarlet Monastery and Dead Mines, of course. But That's the recent- one I thought you were going to pick with yeah, Scarlet Monastery. Yeah, they've changed those. So I can't. Scarlet Monastery definitely... It, my favorite, but so it used to be um, kind of one big thing and they broke it up to a bunch of different ones and changed it. And ever since then, it didn't feel the same. It's still probably my favorite group of dungeons. But if there's one dungeon that stands out to me, it's Magister's Terrace. I'm a Blood Elf junkie and there was a time when I did play Alliance and this was my gateway into being able to be a Blood Elf because there's some really cool stuff that drops in Magister's Terrace. Now, this was added in the Fury of the Sunwell patch in Burning Crusade. It's on the Isle of Queldenos, which was my favorite sort of um, daily quest zone. I actually didn't mind it because it was so pretty and I just loved all the aesthetics. And there's just cool stuff in this dungeon. Like they drop a mount, a swift white hawk strider. They drop a pet, the phoenix hatchling, which is like a mini version of the Ashes of Alar. Matches with that, which is Kael'thas's mount. And they also drop a blood elf 
orb, which is the orb of the Cinderai, and it turns you into a blood elf. So if you don't play a blood elf, this is like one of the only ways you can look like a blood elf. So that was very important to me when I was playing my human priest back in the day. And I was like, wow, I can be a blood elf. I can have their mount. I can have their pet. And I felt super cool. But I love the dungeon itself. And I mean, I took you to this island. You've never been there before. And I sort of went through there with you. And what did you think of it? It was kind of very... uh mystical looking <laughs> like <laughs> like uh yeah. i mean the thing is we were such high such high level though we were just yeah. like blasting through it and yeah, this annihilating used to be hard everybody on heroic. it was right? very hard on heroic <laughs> back in the day burning crusade heroics were tough but yeah the thing is once we got in there i'm like oh yeah this is you <laughs> I, I knew right. why you picked it just like the aesthetic of it yep um yeah, I, I mean, it was cool. Who is that guy that we fought that like was making so, us fly yeah, us all Kelp around? Yeah, Sunstrider. Yeah. He has a really interesting story with Jaina yeah. and Arthas. I recommend the Arthas book. It just kind of really shows you like him before he was sort of, quote, bad in Illidan. So he's involved, and he's coming back in Shadowlands. There's a huge story with him in Revendreth. And so I think he's got some of the best boss lines. I know. Why don't you play that first file? This is sort of what happens when you walk into his boss room. Don't look so smug. I know what you're thinking, but Tempest Keep was merely a setback. Did you honestly believe I would trust the future to some blind half-night elf mongrel? He's talking about Illidan, by the way, because <laughs> he's half-demon, half-night elf Oh, now. no, no, no. He was merely an instrument, a stepping stone to a much larger plan. It has all led to this. And this time... You will not interfere. So he's always saying <laughs> something was a setback, and that's kind of the joke. But this guy is coming Why back again. Why can't we have voice acting like that all the time in this I game? I don't know, but I love his voice acting. That's good voice acting. It is, and I think he has probably one of the most dramatic deaths and death screams when you kill him. Play the second yeah. file. Let's listen to that. <laughs> My demise accomplishes nothing! <laughs> the master will have you... You will drown in your own blood! The world shall burn! <laughs> we don't get that anymore. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that a good <laughs> scream? <laughs> it's like a gargle. <laughs> Matt Bradford can't pull that off. <laughs> you hear that gargle at the end? <laughs> Stop doing that. <laughs> oh my god. Poor Kilthus. <laughs> I think he's a good guy. I think he was trying to save his people. I think he did nothing wrong. Like I said, he is returning in Shadowlands. There's going to be a huge story with him in Revendreth. I don't really want to get too into the uh, spoilers of it, but they the um, article. Okay, that's great. The article on Blizzard Watch says the Burning Crusade was merely a setback. He's going to be, I believe, a boss in Castle Nathria. So I'm sure when he dies again, he's going to say blank was just a setback. And uh, I know he's just one of my favorite. That's great. He's just one of my favorite characters. But um, yeah, like I said, this dungeon actually used to be hard back in the day. You had to CC in Heroics and Burning Crusade. It wasn't like Mythics Now, where Mythics Now can be hard. Obviously, they ramp up, but it's generally not like, let's CC this. It's more about a timing thing. Like, we have to beat the timer. Go fast. Pull these things in groups or avoid this. Back in the day, Heroics were more like Mythics, but they were harder in a different way because you had to sort of figure out who was going to CC this or CC that, or you've got to kill that guy first. So it was a different type of difficulty going on. And this dungeon, specifically because it was added late, was hard when it first came out, at least for my group. And we had a good time with it. And I just think it's something people should check out if if they're mount collectors, pet collectors, or they're toy collectors, because there's just a lot of fun stuff in it. Yeah, I I got a mount. I got the mount in there and the pet. 
Yeah. Yeah, I gave I traded the pet because I already had it. So I yep. like I said, I've farmed that place so many times. It also has a mini uh, cinematic in there where Calicos comes out in dragon form and then turns into his human form. And he's also a major lore character. He used to date Jaina. They had some torrid romance going on in a couple of the novels. And uh, he comes down, they show you the Sunwell in this cutscene. It just doesn't seem like there was a lot of effort sort of put into that dungeon. Just a few touches like that with having mounts, pets, toys, with having this cutscene. And I just feel like we don't get that effort all the time in all of the dungeons which is a shame. Yeah. It's funny, mm-hmm. too, because, like, I know we call this a dungeon, but it never felt like a dungeon when we were there. Like, it Did was it feel just, like an outdoor space or something? Yeah, just kind of like, uh, yes, a town or a city or whatever, mm-hmm. a very pretty kind of city. Like, it never felt, like, just dark and dungeony, which yeah. is kind of maybe the charm <laughs> of it, you know? Because <laughs> it's yeah. kind of light. Hmm? I mean, if you hate Blood Elf stuff, don't go there. But I actually had ca- two characters named after this dungeon, Magistrix and Terrace. I think to get there, the, the best way to do it, obviously, is just to go to Shatrath and then take the portal to the Isle of Kualdanos. If you do want to check this place out, it's just kind of a two-portal jump. And then you go to this sort of world that's sort of separate, like you're saying. It feels like an outdoor world, but you can't fly there. And there's a raid there. And there's a daily hub there. And you can grind rep, I believe, with the Shattered Sun there and get a tabard. I have that in a title. And then there's also this dungeon. So I'm very curious about what you're going to pick next week and what dungeon you're going to drag me into. You are right. Scarlet Monastery, I might actually like more in a way if we're talking about the classic one. I mean, when yeah, she comes I out and she sure says, rise my champion, you know, with, with White Mane and all that, like that, that is probably my favorite dungeon set. But they did tinker with it and I couldn't pick it. Kind of same thing with Dead Minds because they did tinker with it. I just couldn't pick it. But I don't know what you're going to do. If you're going to pick a new one, an old one, I have no clue what you're going to like because you're tasting Well, I kind of have I, – I, I pretty much decided right away which one I was going to do, but I'm rethinking it. Um, okay. So I'll, I'll, I'm, okay. I'll explore a little more this week. So I want you to come with some sound clips, okay, next okay. week. Oh, I, have a, I want you I have to have job. some lore. Mm-hmm. I mean, a, a job. Okay, I just did it. We're doing mm-hmm. a podcast. It does sort of involve a little bit of work to prep. Okay, I'm writing um, it down. Go yeah, ahead. good. So, I mean, you don't really need to write it down. You can just sort of remember. Just come with some lore <laughs> about the dungeon, maybe some your favorite boss or why you like it, some sound clips. I want to get into this, John. This was requested to us. People said, I want to know your guys' favorite dungeons. I want you to sort of break them down. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to sort of go through something you really love because I don't think you've ever really talked about what dungeons you're into. So I have no clue what that's going to be, honestly. So that will be next week. And so I know we sort of talked about the fact that we both have this book pre-ordered, World of Warcraft, Exploring Azeroth, the Eastern Kingdoms. And it's coming out October 20th, which like I said, I'm saying is the Shadowlands release date. I could be wrong. And one of the things I noticed in the preview pages that got me interested is it's sort of told like a journal and a diary between Matthias Shaw and uh, Flynn Flanagan, or I think, is that his name? They're sort of a couple now that was just, they just sort of uh, became a couple in the last book. But uh, that aside, so it's sort of told through um, them sort of exploring the world and there's notes going back and forth from each other. And one of the things they talk about is these secret hidden passages in the Stormwind Cathedral and saying that there's underground in the catacombs, there is a collection of drop points, usually in the alcoves themselves. And then there's a little note that says, according to Matthias, a drop point is a place to leave a message or an object behind a loose brick in a crack in the wall under a clavicle or that sort of thing. So I went into the cathedral in both the beta and in live. And I went into the catacombs in Stormwind City and I started looking around at all the bricks. And I'm thinking, okay, so... 
with Legion, Blizzard launched all these little secrets with artifact weapons, and people really loved it. And now the rumor is that they're doubling down on that in Shadowlands, because if you played in Burning Crusader and Classic, you remember Blanche, poor old Blanche, that horse in Westfall, right? So apparently he is back in Shadowlands as a Sinfall mount. He's red, he's glowing, he has some sins to atone for. He actually died in Cataclysm. We lost him, which was a shame. But he is back now as sort of an undead horse, and there's supposedly all these different items you have to collect and find around the world to unlock him. That's the rumor anyway. And I started thinking about this book being released at the same time as the expansion. And are there a lot of secrets in this book? And could this be one of them? Because it's very weird that they're talking about, oh, in the catacombs in Stormwind City in the cathedral, there's loose bricks where things get hidden. Why do you have that in a book and then nothing in the game in live? Like, if that's the case, that they really, quote, I'm saying drop the ball, even though we're calling them drop points. I don't mean that as a pun. I'm saying you drop the ball because this book could be filled with fun secrets that people go in the game and, and find and explore. So that is why I pre-ordered this book ASAP. I'm like, okay, these are some really interesting things. They also talk about Anduin's mother, Tiffin, and um, people are saying we may see her in Shadowlands. She may come back somehow. So I don't know. There's some interesting things about Invincible and the Tirisville Glade. So people are saying this might be like a book of secrets or a code book for Shadowlands. I like this is- idea of like this yes. analog thing affecting the digital world. I do too. But but the thing is, like, one person just needs to buy the book, and now it's on the internet. <laughs> like, it's yeah, but, like, well, that's, you yeah. know, that could be for any book. But there is a yeah. big WoW Secrets Discord that I used to be a part of uh, during the Artifact days, and it's still around. And they do all this sort of stuff. They try to find these secrets in the game, and there's all these little mysteries going on. So I think that, like, the game needs more things like that to collect. And some of the news this week is that hunters can tame all these new things, like undead yeah. animals and, like, just crap snakes, that they could, snakes, all this weird stuff. And it got me thinking about leveling another hunter in Shadowlands because that's such a fun part of being a hunter collecting. And what do you think about if they gave everybody something to collect? Like rogues could pickpocket people and collect secret coins that they then could unlock it like a library of them and use to unlock stuff. Maybe paladins go on and collect librams like books. Don't you think that it's kind anything, of like – Yeah. Anything that makes you feel easy? more like your class, right? That, yeah. that just makes you truly believe that you are that class. Well, hunters have this fun project of being able to go collect all their hunter pets. No other class really has that. And I kind of feel yeah. like it's – I'm not saying, oh, it's unfair. I'm just saying, like, what a cool aspect of the well, class. Well, it's like a little what, game because I remember, like, yeah. make, making my hunter. And I'm like, oh, do I want to collect this? Nah, I don't want this one. And then, like, doing the yep. next one. Oh, maybe I should try to get this one. And it was just kind of like a fun aspect of being the hunter. And – does it feel like that went away a little bit and now they're trying to bring it back? Is that what's going on? I think they're trying on? to bring it back. I think because like they kind of homogenized the pets in a way. Because I remember I mm-hmm. used to want a turtle because he had this cool talent tree. Like So when we had our talent trees, you could go down and be like, I'm going to make a tank spec and I'm going to be make a, find a turtle and it has like this shell that comes up. And I feel like they kind of got rid of some of that and they're trying to bring it back. But I just wish like every class had something cool to collect. And we need to bring back some of that class fantasy. What it seems they're doing for Shadowlands is bringing in the covenant fantasy because because some of the other news this week, which has some people upset, is that depending on the covenant you're in, you're going to get perks in certain dungeons. So, for instance, somebody may say, oh, we need somebody from Kyrian so we can get this buff. Or we need a Night Fae person. Weird. You're only coming in if you're Night Fae. But the thing is, just one person in the group needs to have this buff. Now, it sort of reminds me of the Court of Stars where there were some profession links. I kind of like it. I don't think it's going to be a big deal. I do like feeling useful. Like, oh, wait, I'm Kyrian. I can do something cool in this dungeon. Like, I can give everybody a buff. As long as it doesn't need to be worth 
it's like but we're when only you running queue this up now, are you saying what covenant you're representing and DPS? Yeah, I mean, if you're doing a lot of mythics and stuff, that's mm-hmm. going to be on the list, like looking for covenant uh, Kieran right. rogue, and it's like, okay, well, I'm not that now, I can't get in. But you know, oops, I just kicked my dog's toy. That's part of the argument of just to play this game with friends. But I don't think it's going to be a huge deal because it doesn't have to be everybody. It just needs to be one person in the group, and then everybody can give the buff. But I think that it's important that we feel useful that these choices means something right like hey i get a perk in this dungeon i can help my group what do you think of that do you you sound like you don't really like it i don't like it no i I think it just seems like one too many Mm -hmm. requirements to go do something or do you think that's okay i think like i said because it's only one person in the group needs it i don't think that's and the odds deal? are probably pretty good that you'd have that person in the group, really. Right, with right? five people and four covenants, right? Somebody has to maybe have it. It's depending likely. on how Yeah. Well, depending on how <laughs> strong one of the covenants is with who knows what, some broken thing in the beginning. But they could also kind of just, you know, fiddle with the randomness of the looking for dungeon thing, though, too, right? And just... Well, I'm not talking about just that. Just kind of like, match It's not going to really matter for, for heroics. No, right. I'm talking about, like, the actual... We're, like mythic groups when you have to use the looking for group tool and you have to go right. in there and manually apply that's going to be up to the leader's choice on who they invite you know they're going to look up your raider io score and all that but you know random dungeons for heroics it doesn't really matter that's maybe it'll only work there but i think people's concern is myth getting in mythic groups right because you're trying to get your key in for the week and it's like oh nobody will take me because i'm in the wrong covenant and that was sort of right. people's fear but i think it's going to be okay because it's only one person it's probably not this huge buff that's going to change the game but like we need to make more things feel meaningful and wow whether it be like i said the fact that everybody should have something cool we can collect every class should feel special for some reason it, i just feel like we've gotten away from that um all right so other stuff that's been going on this week let's see if people are pissed off uh People don't like this ground wart that was found. It's yeah, what a, the fuck is that? So it's a, a new sort of node. Who? Okay, so there right now I believe there's really only like two nodes that you can collect with. So that's herbalism nodes for flowers and stuff, and then obviously mining nodes for ore, which you can turn into gems and bars. So yeah, I was gonna say iron or whatever. Okay, yeah, iron bars, gold bars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they turn to bars. So this is actually now you can skin. It doesn't just have to be animals. There's gonna be nodes that looks around really the game. Gross. Everything about yeah. that looks gross. And you're skinning that yeah. thing. Yeah, you're skinning. It's gonna <laughs> burst open, and it's called ground wart, and it requires skinning. Uh, so Why? People, it's gross. I think that's sort of the point. It's probably it in like yeah, it's probably in gross but you areas. Don't, you don't look at that thing and is is the first thing you think I need to skin this? That seems is it like any less thing. gross than skinning some <laughs> bloody animal? I don't know. Yeah. And you know it's funny you said that because when I was playing last night, like uh one of the quests there was someone that was injured or dead on the ground and I had to go get some meat and then cook it up and feed it to them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking to myself, like is, is uh, people are going to be? Uh, they're not going to like this, right? Because it's like you, you're giving them this bloody red meat and stuff. And oh, now- <laughs> well, they're de- you know what I was thinking. So huh, this is supposed what? to be this new starting zone, all about teaching you about how to play your class. And I leveled mm-hmm. a priest through it, and it told me that use this first aid pack on them. And I thought, yes. what a great opportunity to say to the priest, "Hey, heal them. Use your flash heal. Put a bubble." You know, that's a like, good point. <laughs> why am I using first aid as a priest? Yeah. Like you're they just. <laughs> There's some just common things that I don't understand why people do this. Another thing they had is like when the boss comes out, they tell you there's a tank with you and they tell you to attack first. That's a terrible thing to teach a new player. They should say, hey, uh, this is the tank. They're going to go in first. Attack once I do. Right. You know, it's like (laughs) they're just some common sense things that I I just submitted 
and I said, "Hey, why don't you change this?" But yeah, the wart is kind of gross. Um, I don't. This, e- I don't even get what it is. It's like a, it's, it's like a an wart. earth pimple. Yeah, <laughs> don't say that. That's so gross. I hate that earth pimple. Yeah, I don't like that. So That'd this is kind of sad band, news, by the way. <laughs> I think you had. Yeah, you had a band in high school. <laughs> um, Shadowlands base edition physical has been canceled. That is what the word is on the street. So the only way to get a physical edition of Shadowlands. Potentially, it looks like now is the collector's edition. People are upset about this because some people have collected all of them and have said, you know, why is this the case? Were people just not buying it? it? Are they trying to drive people to the collector's edition? Is it everybody just doing digital now? What do you think? Yeah, I think it's just a sign of the times. I I think physical in general is going to start vanishing, right? So they're going to just satisfy the hardcore with the collector's edition and then and you know that little box version i used to always see at walmart you know yeah the standard it had like edition. a notepad in it i bought it a couple of times to get a character bump <laughs> Did, yeah. yeah so no one's going to stores right no. and so if you're ordering it at <laughs> yeah. amazon it's kind of silly when you can just buy it instantaneously on on battle.net right it sort so of makes I, the collector's edition seem more valuable yeah, I I pre-ordered that on Amazon, and right now that it's sold out or currently unavailable. So, so what are you doing with that? Because <laughs> if you just I don't stick know. with that, you're not going to be able to level on release night or anything. Uh, I, sh- I don't know, Michelle. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I'm so, keeping my options open. That is what okay. I'm doing. I have it pre-ordered. Um, you're already going to have it downloaded, by the way, because basically PTR is Shadowlands. Is it? Yeah. And then once Shadowlands goes live, all it does is unlock the ability to level and go to the new stuff. So it's already going to be on our computers once this PTR patch goes live. So, I mean, maybe if it comes that day for Amazon, from Amazon and you plug in the code, you can just unlock it and go. But um, it's a risky maneuver. That's why most people do the digital purchase, then they plug in the code to the you know, collector's edition and get the credit, like I said. But you're still, like, you haven't really decided what you're doing you don't have your character bump you haven't really figured it out i guess well i mean i feel like i have it figured out because i pre-ordered it on amazon so in my mind pre-ordered right so i'm not getting any of the benefits right now from that uh, with the character bump but you you think I should get the character bump now? Is I mean that's all I'm missing out on right now, right? Well, and you're also missing on the ability to not play launch night or launch day or something right. like that. That so I don't know if it's me. release day shipping, which mm-hmm. yeah, because I do want to start playing at midnight, assuming that's whenever they're whenever it goes live. Um, usually it comes out on Tuesdays. The past two expansions I know at least have been Tuesdays. And, so if it uh, comes out Monday night sometime, I think it's going to be early like Tuesday, Tuesday morning, ten yeah my time. I don't know. 10 a.m.? You think that's what it is? Wait, is it the night before? I don't know. The release dates are usually Tuesdays. It probably, it's probably supposed to come up Tuesday, but it's always like buggy and crappy, and you end up like where you, you can't get on. Because I know we do our podcast, VGO, Tuesday night, and it's like I think I remember that I can always like finally get on and play like right when it's VGO time. So I think it's supposed to launch Tuesday, but it ends up being the night before you can kind of sometimes get on because it's, it's launch day. But they've been smoother now because, like I said, you already are going to have them on your computer with the PTR. It's already going to be downloaded and ready to go. So this is also some news. They did confirm that there is going to be a digital BlizzCon early next year. So even though it was canceled, they're going to give us an update. And I don't know if it's going to be technically just an update because they're calling it a digital BlizzCon. So there'll probably be a virtual pass or something like that with some pets or, and, and whatever. And they're going to tell us why what early next on. year, though, because they don't have it- anything yet. <laughs> they probably seems- want to give us a Diablo update or something. I suppose. I mean, it, to me, I would think they would they would want it to be before Shadowlands, mm-hmm. so they could really talk nah, about it and promote it. They've already kind of done that for the past two BlizzCons. I don't think mm-hmm. it's you already think been so? out. It's already yeah. 
I don't think they really care anymore. But just from a marketing perspective, you know, if they're mm-hmm. trying to get new users and they want people talking about it, BlizzCon is the perfect vehicle for that. So, well, the marketing stuff is going to be coming soon because there's always like little mini short stories, uh, little mini like videos that come out, art stuff, um, audio dramas. People are wondering when that's going to start to hit. So that should be coming out in the coming weeks too, I believe. We can actually get a look at the uh, new map in game that shows Outland, Azeroth, Draenor, and now Shadowlands. And there's a little doggy, I believe, a little Snoopy doggy hidden in the upper right. Do you see that? Some people are trying to say it's just clouds, but I definitely think that an artist tried to hide a dog in there. Like I th- I'm trying to see. Do you see it? it upper right? It's the last photo in in the area, um, and in the upper right, there's like a little dog. So this is the new map of getting to look at the cosmic map of all of the zones now that Shadowlands is out, and um, that, yeah, I'll have to that, circle it for you. There's no way that there's a dog right there. Do you see? <laughs> no, it? I I see. It's too cartoony <laughs> and cute. <laughs> yeah, somebody slipped a dog in there. Look at the two eyes and the nose. Like I a cup, see it. Cuphead I dog. clearly see it. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I see now. <laughs> so, yeah, we got to look at the map, like I say. Um, there's Let's also, make a T-shirt of that. We should. <laughs> just just put it on. Uh, there's also this weird bug. People don't know if it's a bug or if this could be some stupid feature. You see this glossy, wet elf there? Y- yeah. So they've been messing with, like, character reflections because they're trying to kind of, like you said, improve the graphics every time and the character right. customization. So there's this, like, naked, slicked, oiled, slicked down um, elf in Orgrimmar, and it kind of looks like yeah, it looks like one of those porn games you played for our not safe I know. work. I know. I was thinking the same thing because they're all <laughs> yeah. glossy in those games. Yeah, so it looks like WoW the porn version, which there is a WoW porn game by the way. We did find that when we yeah. were doing our not safe for work VGO episodes. So yeah, there's just been a lot of uh, news, and mostly it's all around the pre-patch. It depends how spoilery you want to get, because all of these pre-patch items seem to be surrounded by the lore from Northrend, and all the boss names are there. They're all named after bosses. And everybody keeps saying that there's all these characters connected to Arthas coming back into the game, like Kel'Thuzad, and he may be like an end boss or something. And what I'm hoping is that don't bring Arthas back in this expansion. I hope they set us up for a second return of Arthas in the next expansion, like where they rebuild Lordaeron and it's a time skip or another thing where he is Arthas himself and he's the king. Um, I don't want to see him just tacked on in Shadowlands where he's just some boss we kill or maybe some NPC that gives us a quest. I mean, they keep saying, like, if we bring him back, he's going to be a huge deal. So he could be being set up for the expansion after this, I'm thinking, because everybody is saying, like, there's all these hints. Everything is about him. All these, his sister is back. Kel'Thuzad is back. Jaina and Sylvanas are connected to him. They've been very heavily featured in Battle for Azeroth. So they're kind of thinking about, I think, the right way to bring Arthas back into the game. So if you really want to spoil this, everybody can get on the PTR, by the way. Every single person. You don't need to be in the beta. Yeah, I think I'm stopping myself. I'm not going back in there. I'm glad I did it because mm-hmm. it gets me excited about what's coming here. It, yep. Like I don't know. I, I, I was just personally impressed with the graphic upgrade, even though it was minimal. Yeah, I hope everybody is ready for that NVIDIA announcement. A little different, Get your yeah. Ampere cards ready. John and I, I know we're both waiting because we're going to upgrade. I'm building a new PC and part of the reason is because I want to see all these new games, Shadowlands being one of them. So I, I made a prediction that it's October 20th, the release of Shadowlands. Do you want to kind of, I know you call yourself John Stradamus on our other show. <laughs> do you want to give a date? Because it's usually a Tuesday. Keep that in mind. Do you think it's going to go into November? Do you think they want to mess with Cyberpunkville? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm going to stick with November and okay. the second Tuesday in November. Really? Yeah. That means we're getting a very early PTR patch right now. So second Tuesday, November would be November 10th. 
So that is John's prediction. Mine is the 20th of October. And uh, what are you guys thinking? And are you going to start playing in Shadowlands? Are you going to be on the PTR? Let us know what you think. You can always email us, contact at videogameoutsiders.com. You can visit our website at videogameoutsiders.com where you'll find our Discord where there are some people who play WoW and chat about it once in a while. Primarily Mm -hmm. a a video game uh, console and maybe just general PC podcast. But we do have some WoW people. And I think that's it this week, John. Yeah. By the way, I looked up. So Battle for Azeroth came out on August 14th. Yeah, because like there's usually like a month between each of them. Like Lich King came out on November, November 13th. Mhm. It's I'm not about the s- month. It's more about so yeah, the Legion well, pre-patch I'm just trying was to see if there's a pattern here. If, I'm there trying is to see if there's a pattern. The the pattern is that the game comes out 4 to 6 weeks after the pre-patch goes live. That's the pattern. Um so, like I said, Legion pre-patch was the 16th of June. The expansion released on August 30th. Then BFA pre-patch was June 15th. Expansion released August 15th. So, like I said, based on this, the pre-patch um, coming to us soon within a couple of weeks, we're going to see Shadowlands between October 13th and November 3rd. So your date is outside of that window. And my date is in it. I'm sticking with it. All right, good. All right, we'll see who's right. (laughs) And I'm looking forward to your dungeon next week. We'll talk about that. And then after that, we're open to other themes. We may have to start, maybe we should devote an episode to the Covenants or something like that, or do fun things as we approach kind of uh, Shadowlands. So thank you guys for listening, and we will see you very soon. All right, guys. Warcraft Outsiders out.